Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. The St. Louis Blues have won five in a row, including the last three in overtime by four three scores. They did it yesterday against the Kings. Braden Chen scoring the game winner, and the Blues will take on Columbus tomorrow night. Six o'clock pregame, seven o'clock faceoff here on 101 ESPN with Chris Kerber at the call. And Kerbs joins us now, as he does every Monday morning on the opening drive. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Randy, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. I didn't see this coming. I got to tell you that. Yeah, you know what? Well, I can't say that I saw it coming either. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I can't say that I didn't see it coming. Like, this, that's just the crazy part about this year for the Blues is on a night-in, night-out basis, just haven't been sure exactly what we're going to see. And a couple times when they look like they've been able to get on a roll, it's been stumped, and not just stumped by one game, but stumped by two or three or four games. So... The fact that they put the five games together now really starts to, you know, all right, they're, they're figuring some things out. And the fact that so many of these have been come from behind uh, also, I don't know whether it's fool's gold or whether it's real, but all that matters is the fact that they're doing it. And that's, that's the best part about sports. doesn't matter what we think. Every segment is always about what do you think is going to happen. Well, here's the one thing I know. Nobody can predict the dang future, right? So, that's where I've learned in sports to really just enjoy the moment, and this team's putting us on a fun one already. Curbs, I think you can really tell that they're just absolutely buzzing right now because we were talking about this earlier, but Braden Shen, after yesterday's game, he talked about how they have a belief in their locker room now that they can get it done every single night. Of course, winning is a cure-all, but what else do you think that it could be that is bringing this group together? Goaltending. Uh, I think their goaltending has been great all season long. I think, and, and this, this is... Well, this, I mean, this is oversimplifying. I'm not sitting in the room with all the analytics and stuff, but uh, your power play is clicking at 23%. There's a difference between 23% and 8%. You know, it, it's it's clicking at a time where it's getting you a big goal. And Joe, Joe and I debated this in the postgame show, and when we, we put it up on the Curbside Reaction podcast for today's for last night's game. It's on today's episode. But, like, did the power play do its job last night? Like, that's the question. Okay, so they go one for six. They got you a very important power play goal. That's doing its job. They gave up a goal before they did that. That's not doing the job. And then you went 0 for 5 on the other ones. So did it do its job? Yes or no? And, and so it maybe, maybe a little bit it did, but it could have been a, biggest, a bigger difference maker. But the reality of it is, is that power play 
and special teams have been coming through in a big way during this stretch. I know they gave up a power play goal to Vancouver, but a late a late penalty kill was absolutely enormous. You know, so there there are things that have that, that that are going right, and special teams has to be a major part of it. Curbs, another thing that's happened, and we see this uh, especially over the course of the last three games, the tenacity that you need to play three-on-three and succeed to three-on-three and the goaltending that you need makes a difference. And when you win three games like the Blues have in a row by 4-3 overtime scores, that shows a lot to me, and Braden Shen is kind of the the face of this, but the grit that the Blues are showing. Yeah, you know what, they are, they're... There's something about the system, and Drew Bannister has called it, you know, the buy-in of doing the little things. And he said it many times, we just had to get better defensively. And if we did that, you hope the offense would come, and, and, and that's what's happening. And now you're getting some offense, more from Butch Navich. Braden Shen's back on a bit of a heater. You know, so you look at that, and, and, and they're not getting their dauber down. You're not seeing heads hang when, when a goal gets scored. You're not, you're not seeing some of the same body language you were seeing earlier on in the year. And, uh, and it's... And, and they're finding a way to come from behind. I'll tell you what, another amazing aspect, Randy, like the, this team, and, I, and I, I was curious about this going into this season. How, is the, how are the Blues going to be on face-offs? Robert Thomas had hit 53% in, you know, one time in his career. He'd been elevating it, right, you know, each year, but they hadn't done it consistently yet. Kevin Hayes, you know, you know around that 50%, Braden Shen just below it. And the face-offs this year for the Blues have been just outstanding. You look at the overtimes that the St. Louis Blues have had, one of the reasons they've been as successful is they've been able to get the puck first. That's such a big Mm -hmm. part of overtime, and face-offs have been a huge key for that. Well, what did you think as you talked about Braden Shin and how good this stretch has been for him? But what about Pavel Buchnevich and this stretch for him, too, especially during the road trip? It seems like he was able to kind of get back on track, too. And also, I have to ask, what did you think about his kayaking celebration? <laughs> All right, I haven't had a chance to find out exactly what the car, um, what the uh, what, what the kayaking thing was about. He, I heard his postgame comments, and I'm not sure I fully got the grasp of it. But so we'll have to we'll have to wait for that explanation, you know. But you know, the, the thing for Pavel, I, I liken it kind of back to Jaden Schwartz a little bit in that eighteen nineteen season. Schwartz had a really bad regular season offensively for him, but he was getting chances, and no matter what he tried, nothing was going in. Then all of a sudden in the playoffs, he exploded, had the two hat tricks, and finished the playoffs with more goals than he had in the regular season. Um, I worry about offensive players if you don't see them getting chances or you don't see them engaged. That that's your sign. In in this case, or, or if you just see them, and that's not been the case here. He's still effective penalty killing. There's still great chances shorthanded. He's getting opportunities on the power play, and they, for a while they just weren't going in, and now they started finally going in again. He, he's a heck of a hockey player, you know. And, and I and I thought until the season that going into this season, I, I think he was your best two-way, you know, full-time forward. And I think Robert Thomas has probably taken over that spot this season. But Pavel Butchnevich is right there. And you worry if they don't get the chances, Brooke. He was getting the chances, and now it's finally going through. And a little extra confidence, a little feel-good makes a big difference. Curbs, after tomorrow, the Blues don't play again until February 10th. Obviously, they have the All-Star break and then that full week off, and they play Buffalo on February 10th. 
What do you think of the long break? In the midst of this hot streak, what do you think of the break? I, and you, nothing you can do about it, but is it, a, is it a bad time to get the break? Yeah, the, yeah, they're feeling it right now. So that'll put a pause in it. It'll give Justin Falk a chance to get healthy. If any other guys are banged up, Tory Krug, I know, blocked a massive shot uh, the, the other day in, uh, in Seattle. Um, you know, and... and uh, we saw Perunovic. Don't know what his situation is. Won't know that till today. He went down, didn't finish the game yesterday. So it, it'll be important along those lines. But, yeah, we've seen teams come out of these long breaks a bit rusty. So uh, the good news is is the league kind of balanced it. So nobody play, you're not coming out of the break playing another team that's been playing for a week and a half, right? You're playing another team that's coming out of the break. So that that's a bit of a positive, but... Yeah, you hope that whatever vibe they could take into this is a good one. And to get back, to get up to six games over 500 and, and to continue to build there is, is so critically important. And, I mean, just just the fact that, shoot, you got 34 games to go. You're tied in points for the top wild card spot. You're in the second wild card spot and have destiny on your stick. That's pretty good. It's fantastic. Now, hockey people, during these breaks, they go to Mexico. What part of Mexico are you going to, Curbs? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to. I actually, I actually have a pretty good uh, stretch planned here. I'm taking um, uh, Gabrielle, our middle daughter. She's a junior in high school. We're going to go. Uh, we're going to go visit UNKC. She's interested in the medical world. Cool. So we're going to do a college visit there, um, and then I'm going to head down to Louisville and visit Gracie for a couple of days. I'm sure Ava's got some soccer in there, and you know when you got a when the kids are in school and your wife's a teacher, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to break away to Mexico. So, <laughs> exactly. But I will go ahead and uh, make a margarita, put it a sombrero, and I'll send you a picture from one of those places. Sounds great, Curbs. Good to hear your voice. Thanks so much, and uh, enjoy your break. All right, guys. Have an awesome week. Thanks. See you later. That's the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber, here on 101 ESPN.